Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. Welcome in, everybody. Glad to have you with me on this Tuesday. And yeah, it is baseball week, and thank God for that. Hate to be so callous, but glad uh, that baseball is here uh, so we can have something else to talk about. But here's the conversation that uh, I was asked to have by a couple of, of you, a couple of listeners, and we had it on the radio show yesterday some, but here it is. We're going to talk about Ole Miss basketball and program direction. People have hit that point to where they are asking about change and should it happen and what will happen and who should be candidates and all that stuff. And uh, here are just my, you know, unrehearsed kind of raw thoughts on it. Uh, So we'll get to that in just one second, but I got to tell you who I am. My name is Michael Borky. And again, I'm glad you guys are with me opening day on Friday afternoon. Thank God for baseball. Uh, We'll talk on the next episode a lot about this team and expectations and all that stuff. Uh, Mike Bianco, Mike Bianco released his starting rotation that will be coming out or that already came out, but I will be talking about that on the next episode of this, getting you ready for baseball season. By the way, Friday's weather stinks for baseball, high of 48, but Saturday and Sunday should be beautiful. 60s and sunny, wear some jeans or a light jacket and enjoy your baseball. But in the meantime, we're going to have that uh, that conversation about basketball and program future and all that because uh, we had it yesterday on the radio show. And again, a couple of you asked for my thoughts on it here. So we will do that right after I tell you that the podcast is brought to you by LB. Speaking of baseball, you know LB's is heavily involved in Ole Miss baseball. You, If you go to Ole Miss baseball games, you know who LB's is. But let me tell you, just for fun, LB's is the best place in Mississippi to get your meat. It's just across from Kroger on University Avenue. Go by and see Greg and tell him that I sent you there. He has daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, but if you're going to spend your weekend at the ballpark or if you're going to spend your weekend watching baseball like me since you know I don't live in or around Oxford, uh, I will be grilling. The best place to get your meat to throw on the grill or just cooking with it in general is at LB. So tell Greg we sent you get one of their daily lunch specials Monday through Friday, but they're open every day. So if you're cooking with meat, that's the place to get it. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems. ABSMS.com is the website. If you're a small business owner, a business owner, or a decision maker at your business located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi, Advantage Business Systems has got you covered. Copiers and printers, mail machines, cloud storage, data security, phone systems, Shipping, whatever it is, if it's technology in the office, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. Tell them I sent you, and you'll get a complimentary office technology assessment, so you give them what you're looking for and what your budget is, and they will have a solution for you. All right, so Ole Miss has a game tonight. They're playing South Carolina tonight in Oxford. I imagine the crowd is going to be pretty brutal for for this game, just like it was, honestly, for Wednesday's game against Alabama, uh, and where they actually played some pretty good offense. It wasn't that wasn't the issue, which is atypical of a Kermit Davis coached Ole Miss basketball team. But that crowd was brutal. I expect more of the same with the six o'clock Tuesday tip tonight. Apathy is kind of setting in. And after that loss on Saturday at Missouri, 
where Ole Miss lost to the second worst team in the SEC, and they are now what are they three and nine in conference play, and they're twelve and thirteen overall. Um, people are starting to do the thing, the fire the coach thing, and I, I think it's twofold for for me because this is just what I think about it for whatever it's worth to you. I do not think that Keith Carter will be making a change this offseason. I do not think he will. In part because, as far as I understand it, Keith Carter was heavily involved in the hiring process that led to Kermit Davis. On top of that, I think that injuries and stuff are going to give an excuse. A buffer. I don't know what the hell you want to call it. Whatever you want to call it. Injuries are going to be an excuse. Well, you know, if they don't get hurt, they could have been better. And it's true. I think that's not an inaccurate statement. They would not be this bad had Deshaun Ruffin, for example, never get hurt. I, I Sure. I mean, they've dealt with the injury bug this year. That has hurt them to some degree. And he did get an extension going into this season. Now, did that change the buyout? I don't know. I would like to think Keith Carter is smart enough to have not uh, raised the buyout going into this season, knowing what the program has been, which has been on a downward trajectory since the first season where uh, he went to the NCAA tournament with not his players. The program has been losing momentum ever since. Going downhill. Not an enjoyable product, not a fun product. That's just the reality of it. But I do think the injury bug has bought him another season. Honestly, I I think, and I could be wrong. I mean, we've seen it, right? I mean, Keith Carter had pressure, a lot of pressure to keep Matt Luke. He did. He had a lot of pressure from some pretty influential people to not hire Lane Kiffin but he did it anyway. So maybe in this case also, Keith Carter is going to do, you know, what was the nickname he got very shortly after he got the job? It was Slim Reaper, right? He was making all kinds of changes in the athletic department. I think that's what some people, at least some people in in a group message I'm in was calling him. Uh, So, so maybe I'm way off. Maybe I'm misreading this. Maybe he is fed up with this and he's going to look at the crowd tonight and he's going to look at the crowd that went to the Alabama game last week and realized fan apathy is here. This isn't sustainable. Nobody's excited about the program. The product isn't very good. Time to make a change now. Don't delay the inevitable. Maybe that is something that he's considering. I don't think that's going to happen. I think, especially with the injuries, he's going to be afforded another year. I think that's how that's going to happen. My question is, though, are you just delaying the inevitable? Do you know that it won't work? Do you think that you are going to be in this position next season? Because if that answer is yes, then don't delay. But if you actually think that there can be a turnaround and stuff, then fine, so be it. Somebody said to me yesterday, you you have to give him the chance to restructure the roster via the portal. I understand that. But wasn't that the case a year ago? 
where they were a bad offensive team, terrible offensive team, and underachieved relative to preseason expectations. The hype coming out of that program going into last season was, was major, major. And they underachieved, and they were pathetic offensively. They were a bad offensive team that added a veteran center, a good one. It was a good pickup, don't get me wrong. I don't mean to minimize the signing of Brooks. That was a good signing. That was a good pickup in the portal. Not helping you that much offensively. Then you get a Georgia transfer who couldn't score at Georgia, was not a good shooter by percentage at Georgia, comes to Ole Miss, cannot score. And then you get a Duke transfer in Brakefield, who not cracking the rotation much at Duke is understandable considering how they recruit, but he's come in and he has not helped you at any consistent level offensively. So you knew you couldn't score, and that's what you added on top of some clear bad evaluations on the roster in high school recruiting What gives anybody any confidence it's going to happen this time? I've been wrong before, and I will be wrong again. Maybe I'm wrong this time. It's totally possible. I can get proven wrong, and I would happily admit it. I'd rather not be talking about this. I'd rather be talking about a winning team that's on their way to the tournament. I hope that happens in short order. But... This roster has to be torn down basically and rebuilt in this offseason. And what have you seen so far that is an indicator of it will work this time? And on top of that, with how the portal works and how this is going, you're going to have to re-recruit the good players on your own roster. I mean, you've heard the stories already about tampering and stuff that's going on. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Merle, uh, Matt Morell and Deshaun Ruffin are, are being recruited by other people right now. I wouldn't be surprised. Maybe that's not happening. Maybe they're shutting it out. But with the landscape of college sports now, It's wide open for tampering, wide open, and it happens all the time. So you have to hit multiple home runs in the portal, get you guys that can score the basketball better than the ones you've currently got, which has not been something that you've shown you've been able to do aside from the recruitment of Deshaun Ruffin, who was having a hell of a season before he he got hurt. I'm really excited to see him play next year, but – They've got to hit multiple home runs in the portal while keeping all the players they want to keep. It's a tough ask. It's a big ask. And if it doesn't happen, we're having this same conversation next year with a little bit more seriousness. The crowd will tell you tonight how people feel about the program and and its current state. It will. That's just the question that Keith Carter has to answer. Are you just delaying the inevitable by kicking the can down the road and not making a change now? Or will this offseason work 
Will they hit home runs in the portal? Will they evaluate better? And will they be a better offensive team this year? Because let's not kid ourselves. It's not like they were playing great basketball before the injury bug hit them either. Their early play did not inspire confidence at, or should not have inspired confidence at all that this team was going to make the tournament. This was not an NCAA tournament team before the injuries happened. It wasn't. They weren't playing like it. They sure didn't look like it. So there's your question. There's the conversation. Are you just delaying the inevitable by doing nothing? This is, I mean, again, you have to hit multiple home runs in the portal, and you've got to re-recruit your own guys because the landscape in college sports, especially basketball now, it's wide open season on every struggling roster. Even good rosters, hell, are getting recruited behind the scenes. It's, a, it's kind of a joke, honestly, but it's just the reality. He's got to recruit his own players because that's how it works now, unfortunately. And he's got to go into the portal and get multiple scores, which is something he has yet to show that he can do. It's a tough ask. But right now, apathy is real. Um, I, I think fans are speaking with their lack of attendance and their lack of give a damn. Guys, Saturday... Nothing was going on Saturday. Yeah, it was the day before the Super Bowl, but nothing was going on. I mean, I, I'm friends with Ole Miss fans, obviously. I mean, I went to school there. Um, I follow Ole Miss fans on social media. Nobody was even talking about the game. Not even mad. They weren't even talking about it. They are so checked out. They didn't even acknowledge its existence. That's a huge problem. And... Is that survivable? We will see. Long, you know, 13-minute way of saying, I don't think it's going to happen, but I think it should be considered. We talked about, it was mostly geared towards Mississippi State because I think a change is coming in Starkville after this season. Um, I brought up the name Sean Miller a million times. Um, if you can clear him to the point where you're comfortable, and that's a big if, right? I, you know, sanctions could be coming, punishment could be coming to him. I almost think it would be worth the risk regardless. But Sean Miller's not like a Rick Patino or a Greg Marshall. Rick Patino's crimes, to use Dan Wolkin's word, um, was not just paying players. It was worse than that. His scandals go deeper than that. Greg Marshall, it's uh, it's not the same. As far as I understand it, I could be wrong here. Sean Miller's only issues are that his players got paid. It's legal now. So if you can comfortably hire him without the NCAA forcing you to fire him shortly thereafter because of stuff that happened five years ago at Arizona. People mock that conversation. I think those people are crazy. Yeah, you got to do your diligence and your background check and all that. But, I mean, when I, I, I've had the same guy text into the radio show, well, he's going to get his. It's coming, just like it's coming for Will Wade. I mean, maybe, but when? But when? We're, we're like five years removed with Sean Miller. At what point is 
is this over? Especially when his crimes, again, were his players getting paid. So I don't know. I, I don't think the candidates thing is a conversation worth ha- having because I don't think it's going to happen. However, I think at this point, it's something that Keith Carter should think about. That's all I'll say. I think it's something he should think about. Because if you choose to keep going in this direction, this offseason has to go basically perfectly with evaluations, with getting players out of the portal, and with keeping the ones on your roster that you actually want. It's a big ask. It's a big ask. Sorry to be depressing with you on this Tuesday. We'll talk about baseball next uh, next time you hear from me. But that's, for whatever it's worth, those are my thoughts on it. I, I know it's not super hot takey or whatever. It would probably be better sports radio guy for me to, to call for somebody's head. I think you know me by now. I try not to do that, but I do think Keith Carter should be sitting in his office right now thinking um, about this. So. Anyway, y'all have a great rest of your day. I'll talk to you baseball next time. Um, Probably on Wednesday night or Thursday morning. But hey, thank you so much for tuning in. Talk to you. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.